So welcome to episode 19 of a Jez and Friends podcast. Today's special guest of a podcast is Mufaro. How's it going, mate? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty excited. I've been waiting to jump on this and seeing you on Instagram. So, yeah, pretty happy you got the invitation to come on. Yeah, no worries, mate. We're going to be covering many topics, including working at the huddle. That's where Mufaro works. Um, North Melbourne Football Club, because big fan of North. Career aspirations and how we come to know each other and also some funny stories. Now let's get started. So, Mufaro, what are your thoughts on the lockdown? Because you said earlier, a bit sick of it now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at first I was fine with it, but now I'm getting a little bit over it. Um, just a sense like I like to go out and, um, you know, be more active, like play basketball, kick the footy, um, gym. So, um, yeah, it's been sort of, Sort of missing that when the sun's out, out and about when you see the sun and good weather. So, um, but we're almost there. I can see the the good news. The, the cases are dropping down, so hopefully we'll be um, back outside again. Yeah, for sure, mate. Um, there's a new segment called hypotheticals. So, Mufara, what would you say to your younger self, like a message or something? Um, well, it's a very good one. Maybe just try a little bit harder um, and don't shy away from it. Because um, when I was a bit younger, I used to be a little shy. So I used to do a lot of activity, sports and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, I used to just sort of back up a little bit my potential. So if I can go back to myself and say, push yourself a little bit harder, don't be afraid, it'll be all good. So yeah, that's one thing I'll tell myself a bit. Yeah, fair enough. Um, talk us through the music you listen to. I'm not sure what you listen to, but do you have a favourite song right now or artist or anything, mate? Oh, see, I'm pretty alternative. I love all my, obviously, rap, hip-hop. Um, I love my house music as well. So, um, if it's any, yeah, that's very hard. We actually got me on the spot. I was like, oh, <laughs> um, I'm going to go on my phone, actually. I'll see what my top one at the moment. Um, I've been listening to Mick Mac Miller's old music, so that's been sort of my... Uh, on my uh, shuffle during the day, so back mill at the moment, I reckon. Yeah, cool. Um, so tell us about working at the huddle because I met you through there, and what's it like working there, mate? Yeah, um, so a little bit what 2014, I think, was my first year at the club. So uh, yeah, it would have been that we'd gone up to through our schools, our free programs, and obviously our after school Monday programs. Um, that's where we sort of got a good connection from there. And then obviously yeah. dad and little brother. So, yeah, so it's pretty cool seeing how you're going now and seeing how you're killing at the moment. So, yeah, very proud to see how far you came. Yeah, cheers, mate. And what's it like working at the huddle? Like, you, are you connected with the players a lot? Um, and, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, it's awesome working at the huddle. Um, so my job, I'm the development officer, so, so I get to go out to all the schools, um, engage with players to do uh, play appearance, um, game day. Um, so it's a lot of, yeah, a lot of engage with the players and uh, school connections. So, uh, yeah, we do get to engage with a lot of players and some of them I call from my good mates. Um, obviously, Marley Williams, we used to play free together back in WA and um, team get drafted at North. It was pretty awesome. And obviously, Madge, um, Kyron, Taran as well from the Next Gen Academy. So, yeah, it's pretty cool to see that and, yeah, everyone, all the all the players there are unbelievable. So good, good friendship we got there, and connection. 
Yeah, because I always see them um, chucking, uh, tagging you on Instagram and all that. <laughs> yeah, there's some embarrassing photos up there, so tell them to give them a clip around the ear sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you're studying right now, and what are your aspirations like after you finish for uni degree? And talk us about that. Yeah, so um, last year took the courage to do uni. So I'm in my second year at the moment. So I'm doing a Bachelor of Education Studies. Um, through there, I sort of have, uh, I want to either become a PE teacher or become a mentor. So, um, yeah, so something along, you know, might not just be in football, might be as well, no, sorry, not in just in school, but I want to sort of work in football in the area. Like, have you had sports ready? Uh, yeah, sort of, yeah. Yeah, so something like that. So um, guiding, you know, students from year 11 to 12 who might not want to go to uni straight away. Um, and then I sort of put them in the right pathways to, you know, um, job careers. Um, and then, yeah, you sort of do a bit of uh, uni studies. But, yeah, that's sort of my goal. I'd love to be able to go to schools uh, around Melbourne and just sort of guide year 11 to 12 into uh, careers and not going straight to uni. So cause I feel like a lot of students, people do that. They're not ready. They don't want to know what they're going to do. Yeah, for sure. You, you me it took me, what, maybe eight years after high school to figure out what I wanted to do. So, um, yeah, that's what I want to do. So I tell them, you know, take the time. It's not going to be the end of the world if you um, don't choose straight away. So, yeah, that's my goal when I finish uh, uni and, um, yeah, get into that career pathway and helping other people, younger people, getting careers. Yeah, that's really good, mate, because I had a special guest last week, Isabella, who is second year at uni studying sports media, but she went to like Cedar College and she said yeah. how like the different uni pathways, you don't just have to do VC and all that. And yeah, you're exactly. saying some similar stuff here. Yeah. And that's, you know, you, you'll be coming up soon too in, in a year or two when you've got to make those decisions and like, well, you, you probably don't know what you want to do just yet, but yeah, you know, you, just, yeah. you want to do something in that area, but um yeah, that's sort of what I, oh, like, you know, hopefully I'll be able to guide you to the right way. You know, <laughs> you need. So I just want to get you into the AFL media and you can start your career there. But, yeah, but like, sure. like I said, yeah. Yeah. Um. So the quote of a podcast is push yourself because no one is going to do it for you. What is a quote or something you live by? Um, quote of the by? Uh I sort of just say, like to say, run your own race, you know, because you're know, your own, your, your own person, you are yourself. So if you're running a race, you've got to push yourself to the limit and not jump into someone else's lane. So, you know, so, you know, when you literally used to jump into someone else's lane, you get in trouble with the score five. But if you just run your own race, <laughs> that's, just, uh, that's your, own, your only goal. So, yeah, that's sort of what I look to you know, um, every day. So wake up and just make sure that I'm focused on what I'm doing and, um, making people around myself happy as well. So, yeah. Yeah, it's great, what's your, what's your quote that you were saying before? Oh, push yourself because no one is going to do it for you. Like, challenging yourself, trying new things because, like, you need to do that in life, not just, I don't know, stay in that one lane or something. Yeah, that's really good for someone your age saying that. So, um, that's a very key, key, key um, quote that... Yeah, people your like people your age and other around, even my age as well, should be having that quote. It's very cool to hear that. Yeah, cheers, mate. 
Um, so social media minute, Rufaro, create a hashtag. It could be anything. Uh, oh, I just put my name, Rufaro M. I saw people put my name and I just pop on my page. <laughs> oh, what's, your, what's your hashtag? Um, hashtag Jez and Friends because, you know, Jez and Friends for podcasts, yeah. Like I like that. I like that. Cheers, mate. Um, so talk us through the background you come from and your culture, mate. Like the food and stuff. Yeah. So um, I'm my heritage is Zimbabwe, but I was born in Melbourne. Um, so my my mum and dad were born over there. My older sister Chipua was born in Zimbabwe as well, and then my middle sister Claire and myself were born in Australia. Um. Yeah, we, we moved a lot, of, a, a lot. So I was, yeah, obviously born in Melbourne, lived in Tasmania, uh, lived in Brisbane, and then lived in WA in Albany, then back to Brisbane, then back to Melbourne after high school. So yeah, moved a lot around, which is pretty cool. Um, and yeah, so we speak Shona. Um, so that's sort of a mix of Shona, the language and English as well. So a bit of a mix. And um, mom, I don't really speak it, but mum and dad speak, so they have a bit of both in there. Um, and yeah, our native food is sort of, uh, it's called sadza. So it's just like a yellow sort of soft paste. Um, it's sort of between pasta and mashed potato. So it's nice little thickness and then some meat and veggies. So um, pretty simple and easy, uh, but very delicious. Yeah, it's great, mate, because my mate Tino is from Zimbabwe as well. And he told me he speaks a bit of Shauna and all that. And yeah, it's interesting yeah. to get your take on like, Zimbabwe in the culture as well. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I should. I, should, I wish I was a little, I asked mum and dad to teach us a bit more, but um, I think English is sort of the one we sort of have to practice on a bit. So uh, when I meet someone in Zimbabwe, they always get me when they start speaking. Sean, I'm like, oh, sorry, I don't know how to speak it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there's simple yeah. greetings and stuff, yeah? Like, hi, hello. No, <laughs> no I don't even know that. <laughs> so that's what I like. I know, so I, I'll get in trouble when I tell them. Who's from Zimbabwe laughing me? Just shake their head at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair enough. For me, my language is taught to me when I was younger, so I can still kind of speak it, which is good. Yeah. Do you still speak it at home much with your folks, little brother, or more bit of uh, English? My brother speaks a fair bit of English, but I do speak a bit of Hakka with my parents. So, yeah, that's yeah. good. Especially yeah, like, with their that. elders. Yeah, they'd love that as yeah. well. Uh, it's always good to keep that tradition in the family as well and pass it down to generation to generation. So. Yeah, it'll be a bit hard maybe. I don't know, in the next 10, 20 years. <laughs> might, like, yeah, phase true. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, mate. Um, interesting question here. What's the last movie or TV show you've watched? Uh, I just finished the, the Umbrella, no, Academy Umbrella, I think it's called. Um, so that was pretty cool. I wasn't expect. I didn't know what to expect from it. So it's like these superheroes, average superheroes that were born on the same day, and then they're in like an academy. Um, but it's just like yeah, it's not your traditional superhero movie. So it's like little quirky, funny. Um, yeah, so definitely check that on Netflix. Latest movie I've seen um, before lockdown. It actually was The Gentleman. Have you heard that movie? No. Oh, actually, yeah. is it by or like the actors? Oh, it has like um, Bradley Cooper. Um, Foot DiCaprio, Colin. wasn't it? Was he in? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. I think so, yeah. I've only 
it's like a cool storyline. It's like there's maybe that starts with one story and then someone else is talking and it brings to that that person's story and it goes back and it's just like all connect to connect um to different characters. Um yeah, so I highly recommend that movie so Yeah, bro. So it's kinda of like you? non-linear, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, for me uh, in terms of movies, sorry to cut you off there, but I haven't been watching too many movies lately. Just a, bit, a few more documentaries here and there. Like, I've checked out the Aussie cricket team test thingo. Um, that was pretty oh, interesting because yeah, yeah. like they came back. Yeah, well, it was pretty good, yeah. yeah it was a pretty cool storyline to come back. Like, let me see, uh, like, obviously, the cheating scandal. And then have, like, Michael Clark come back and, like, got, like 100, 200. Yeah, had, like, giving like back. He was thriving off it, wasn't he? I think it was Steve Smith, <laughs> actually. Yeah, Steve Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Anything else? What about documentaries? What have you been into? Uh, I got recommended the Oasis documentary by um Gar Walker. He said, um, because they those two, you know who they are, yeah, the Oasis, um, yeah, uh, the, the band, yeah, yeah, band, yeah, yeah, the one that like sung Wonderwall and all that, yep. So, you gotta give us a little bit of it. I forgot how, how it goes. Oh, uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically like um how those two brothers didn't give a shit like in the 90s and they basically did it their own way which is um yeah good to learn more about i don't know different perspectives about an individual or something yeah yeah definitely i have to chuck that on is that netflix or stan or stan i think yeah oh beautiful i'll have a look at that for sure yeah so, mate, what's your number one goal at the moment? Um, well, uh, for this year, um, to pass my second year of uni. So, um, if I can get up to 200 points or you know, 190, I'll be very happy with myself. So, um, we've got another two more subjects to go until I'm finished the year. Um, yes, yeah, so that's my goal to get that score. So if I get up to 200, I'll be very happy with myself. Um, how about yourself? What's your goal for you? Um, I don't know, to stay motivated and basically get through year 10 and, I don't know, year 11 and 12 will be a different story. But, you know, the past few months have been tough with the lockdown. So it'll be different yeah. being back at school because you haven't been there for so long. So probably just get through that, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. Because you guys are back next term, aren't you? Term four? That year, yeah, I think VCE, goal. yeah, coming back next um, Monday, October 5th. So yeah. I've got one VCE class, so I'll be back like one period or something. Be interesting. That'd be good to just socialise with all your mates again, wouldn't it? So. Yeah, for sure, because it's been a while since like the face-to-face and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be very excited if all of you guys to uh, jump back in Monday. <laughs> yeah. Are you still doing that Monday program thingy? Like uh, no, we've been doing it online at the moment. Oh, um, yeah. Just, which has still been good fun. So we got one this afternoon. Um, yeah, so it's just uh, it's, yeah, it's very different being on uh, behind the cameras and doing activities. So yeah, I'm very looking forward to be going back out out into the field again soon. Yeah, true. Because um, the other day before I forgot to tell you this, but I think it was last Friday or something. I did the True North program and um, oh, Kynan and Percy, um, they both ran it, so... Yeah, yeah, how's that? Good fun? Yeah, that was good fun, and I got to meet um, 
a new media person from a huddle. Um, her name's Lily, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Lily. Yeah, she's a, she's awesome. Um, the whole crew we've got now, like it's like a young crew, so it's pretty cool to how we engage with um, guys. So, how was that? Like on the Friday. Yeah, it was really good. Um, because we learned how to uh, um build some new leadership skills and meet new people, which is good. Yeah. And I, I want a Culture Kings voucher, but. Kind of still, still owes me that. He hasn't emailed me yet. <laughs> I'll be on the phone to him. Let him know. Ah, it's good, mate. Um, good fun. Um, being involved with the huddle again because obviously I haven't taken part in a few of the programs in a few years because yeah, yeah I've been focusing on high school more. But yeah, it's good. Yeah, definitely. That's why it's cool now because obviously um, with Emma and uh, Emma and you know the two Emmas. Yeah, but. They used to teach me. <laughs> Funny story, both of them, yeah. That's pretty crazy to have them now teaching again, pretty much, but in a sports sort of, sort of form. form. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, can't believe they're both teaching me again. Well, like, yeah. in sports particularly now, yeah. Yeah, they've been awesome. So that's what, it's good to have see you go, see you and the other rest of the crew again. Um, because now we're trying to get into high school and, you know, make it more fun and engaging so you guys don't miss out. So. Um, we do fun programs a lot and um, hopefully we get more numbers and um, yeah, keep going with that. Yeah, it's good, mate. Um, and this is like the best bit about the podcast, I reckon, um, this question here. So Mufara, do you have any campfire stories or any funny stories from, I don't know, working at the huddle, your high school days, just whatever that is really funny and you remember it fondly? Oh, that's a very good one. Um I remember I went to a school one time. Um, all those little kids were just like, so I had tattoos on my legs. And then um, they kept on saying, you're, you're black, you shouldn't have tattoos on your skin. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they, they were in like grade three or grade two, I think. But uh, it was just funny, you know, we all had a good laugh. But it was just funny saying, you shouldn't have tattoos, you've got dark skin, you can't see it. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, she, she, had, she had no idea what she meant. She didn't mean it by any means. So it was yeah. a funny scene. I was like, Anyway, we're going to have tattoos and school. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> was that at my school? Yeah. Or, oh, I think, I think nah. it was a school word. I can't remember what school yeah, was. Yeah. It was a school word. That's one of the funny things I had a good giggle about. Um, yeah. Um, sometimes when we go to the schools with the players, I could play, um, dodge, you know, dodgeball footy. So, um, yeah. Yeah, sometimes you see some of the players hit the kids in the head and, they sort of like shit, them, shit themselves. They don't know what to do. Like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And the kids are just crying. Um, and the teachers are just sort of like laughing. Like, don't worry, it's fine. It, it happens all the time. So funny when you see a player sort of, uh, yeah, give them a spot, which is pretty funny to see. Yeah, for sure. I have a funny yeah. story just to tell quickly. Um, yeah. With year 10s this year, we had to like run this dodgeball tournament for like year sevens. And I don't know, I'm really bad at dodgeball in terms of like throwing you. Like I can't generate much power but this instant I threw the ball got this year seven out and I somehow fractured their wrist or something in the process of throwing the ball next day oh, I saw that kid in like mentoring or something I felt so bad you would have been sneaky happy you got to go take the day off surely <laughs> yeah that kid would have been kind of happy that got to take a day off or something oh, fractured arm that's gee that's dangerous isn't it yeah from a dodgeball I don't know how that happens but yeah, interesting. <laughs> interesting. I bet you two are best friends now. <laughs> <laughs> Barely know the kid before. 
Jay Dion will be broke. I'm just breaking my arm, but he's still oh. doing that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah. Um, so what's the what's the next movement for school wise like um, for you tier tens? Have they spoke much about to you guys yet, or are you going to be knowing that when you go to school? Oh, so like in terms of year ten, like transition into year eleven. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I've picked my subjects for next year. Um, just haven't confirmed it yet because we don't know the. I don't know, like, spacings for next year and all that, but I sort of have a overview of what I want to do next year and all that. So that's good. And, yeah, yeah see where that takes me, I guess. All right, beautiful. Well, you're on the right pathway, man. So you just got to keep going at it. And um, what, what, yeah, like, what are you thinking of doing after you're 12? Um, for me, mate, probably, like, media and all that. Because, you know, then you have that history, like, when you first started at the huddle, because, yeah, yeah, we'll speak about this quickly, but... I was on an ad with like Bruce McAvaney, all that stuff, and yeah. you were pretty happy. Yeah, you got you got a part of that because um, I remember you took me to most of it, um, both stuff and like we got to meet Gil and all that, and yeah, it was pretty fun. But for me, media mate, like AFL, like sports media. Yeah, well, you're in the right path, right? You really met all like the you know the OGs of the commentary and media, so. Um, yeah, you know, if you keep sticking out it is and you know, you never know, you could do like an intern at the past and, and you know, the time, you know, finish your twelve like there's gonna be so many different media things and like you like you notice like with all those people like sports stars doing podcasts, um people yeah, love like, to sit at home and listen to podcasts, so. and all that. <laughs> Yeah, Mitch Robinson as well. So yeah, it's a pretty cool format you're doing, man. So keep at it and uh keep going at it, man. So you never know, you might have to do like a team up with the Dill Buckler or something. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, I need to give him a buzz or something because he hasn't yeah, seen it. If he sees it, he'll be like, oh, you know, might be pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, um, well, I'll have to see whether he's a magic hunter called Dill, I reckon, since we already know your boys are Dill. <laughs> Bruce. Yeah, for sure, mate. We'll move on now from my past antics, but true or false, Mufara, you've done an ACL before. True. Did my ACL, MCL, PCL, fractured a bone in my knee. So, um, no more for you for me. So, <laughs> I love it, but I think I might have to stick to coaching or just sort of mentoring on the side. So, how did you do your ACL again? Was it like wrong, like turn or something? Or yeah, so um, I went to take a mark, um, and then someone just pushed me in the back, and then obviously. When I was landing, um, obviously, yeah, getting pushed in the back, I put all my pressure on my knee. Um, so my knee went that way and my whole body went that way and then it went back it's that way. So I sort of quickly snapped and went back in. Um, so I was lucky I didn't actually do more damage, the doctor said, when I had the surgery. So, yeah, that was the last ever time I uh, was on a footy field, on a footy game. So now I'm just around this when I go on the footy field, kicking balls, <laughs> or do something training. Yeah, fair enough. And what was recovery like? Because people... We've never suffered like major injuries. What, what's that kind of like? Oh, uh, well, it's pretty. The first first three four months were okay because sort of it's sort of new to you. You're like, oh yeah, the ACL, like, you'd be fine. It doesn't take that long. But um, yeah, like you hear the stories about people, like you know, it's so draining, mentally draining, physical draining. Um, because you got to be on top of it. Like, like I took a month off work, um, which was alright, but then when when you take your crutches off, you've got to start learning how to walk, um, learn how to bend your knee, um, learn how to run, learn how to ride a bike again. 
Um, yeah, so many things. Like I was doing rehab maybe uh, twice a day. And it was only like 30 minutes where it's just like a simple um, tensing your butt cheeks just to get the muscle in hand oh, going. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's little things like that. Like you don't really know too much about um, in the first couple of months. So, yeah, I was doing that like lunchtime at work and then in the afternoon I'll stay back after work and sit in the gym to that. And then I think when it got to six months, you sort of, you see some like progress where you actually take your leg brace off, no crutches, you're walking slowly, but you um, then you need a bit better. Um, yeah, but I think when you get to 12 month mark, it's sort of like, okay, cool, I can start running, get a bit confident in jumping. Um, but then obviously you yeah, get a bit of setback. So I think mine took maybe uh, a good, maybe, yeah, nearly two years, one year and a half, just to get right. Um, even to this day, I still get a bit of knee pain like in the mornings um, when it's a bit cold. But I mean, that's just my, my old age coming towards me. So, <laughs> yeah, it is painful, but yeah, it gets there, it gets there. Yeah, Have you had any sure. serious injuries yourself? Oh, last year, this footy story, I'll tell you this. Um, so, I tackled this guy in footy. It was a good tackle, like a solid one. He got pissed yeah. at me. And um, I remember I kicked the ball, like, and then the ball, like, traveled 30 meters, let's say, yeah. And then off the ball, yeah. this guy just kicks me right in the hip. Like, oh, off the no. ball it was so bad. Like, I couldn't get up and I had to, like, get helped off, you know, like, carried off, kind of. Yeah, that was pretty shit. And I couldn't play, like, for a few weeks. But, and this funny oh, story, boy, before, we, we took this kid to the tribunal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, um, basically, my injury was kind of minor, but I still missed a few weeks. So, it was a bunch of old, like, league, um, umpires running the tribunal so it's kind of boring and all that and we were there like yeah. at the western bulldogs club rooms like the umpire room so till 12 a.m we started at like 7 p.m oh man, it was so bad honestly and the guy got zero oh. weeks so i kind of wasted my time there but that was my serious Jeez, that's not annoying. Uh, well the karma they always say if someone gets like that you'll they'll get back to injury like yeah for again. sure hopefully yeah. i get a bad injury because yeah i had to be on the sidelines for a few weeks, which wasn't good. Yeah. Back into the other, which is good. Yeah, I've been trying to run lately, keep fit. You know the app Strava? been trying to grind on that. Oh, yeah. You've been yeah. Just, where have you been running? Down there, back to the Flemington Coast? Uh, just around Debney Park. Or... Um, Royal Park's a good area. Have you been there? Like, near the yeah. zoo? Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, I run, I'm doing the same thing on my Strava as well. So, I run a bike from Brunswick to North. I go around Princess Park, so... Uh, not Prince Park, Prince, yeah, Princess Park. Um, so it's a nice little area going around there. Yeah, might have to add you on that, see, track your progress. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's been a bit slow lately, so don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, fears are like snakes and spiders. What would your fears be, mate? Oh, snakes as well. I can't deal with it. Even just like me sit on, on TV or on your phone, I just drop my phone or turn the TV off. I, I petrified of snakes, like, if I saw one in life, I would run to the other side of the world. That's how much I hate them. Yeah, we had I to touch one them. for camp. That wasn't the best. They forced you to, like, yeah, touch nah. it. Like, oh, man. Nah, nah, no chance for me. <laughs> no chance I'll do that. Fair enough. Um, do you have an object that holds sentimental value that, like, means a lot to you? To a hobby probably last year. Um, ta- I've been taking photos, so I've got a camera 
Um, I've got a Sony 6, A6000. So it's just a nice little camera just taking around and taking photos with mates. And, um, you know, I love going to the city as well to taking photos. It's one of my favorite things to do. Um, and I've got a, a brand new camera as well. So it's like a little retro 3D. So it's just like a cool photo where you can take something, um, take three photos of one image and then it edits it. Go on your phone, you can edit it up so it like, looks like it's moving. So you might have seen my Instagram where it's just like me standing and things are like moving around me. So, um, yeah, that's something really I like to keep close myself. And, um, yeah, everywhere I go, I sort of take one of, the, one of those cameras with me to see if I see something cool to take, take a photo of. Yeah, it's really cool. yourself? Myself, um, let's say my premiership medal, which is just up here. Let me just show you real quick. Yeah, because... Uh, I've won what a premiership. That, uh, that was 2016, so four years ago. Because it was pretty yeah, special. You made finals 2016, didn't you? And then 16, you guys made it again. Yeah, so 16 and 18. Those were the two times we 18. made finals. And 18 was the one I think I tried to invite you, but you couldn't make it. But we still got thumped anyway, I think. By <laughs> uh, well, at least you got the medal now to prove that everyone you made it, you've done it. So that's yeah. very cool to see. I've won more premierships than some of the North players. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. You have. You have. <laughs> and just quickly, speaking about North, what's your opinion on like the 11D listing thing? Because you're associated with North as well. Yeah. yeah uh, like I was pretty taken back when I saw the email that we got. Because um, a few of my friends email, like text me saying, bro, like, did you see what happened? I said, yeah, no, I just I couldn't believe it. So yeah, to say eleven players and then um, a few players getting traded, I think. So maybe Higgins might be going. Ben uh, Brown. Ben Brown, obviously. Yeah. Pollock. Pollock maybe. Yeah. So yeah, to have like thirteen, you know, yeah, thirteen to fourteen players gone from North Melbourne is um, yeah, it's a bit weird. So um, it's gonna be a bit different. It's gonna be very different the club. Um, yeah, it, it might be. They might be going the right direction. Um, who knows? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think North needed a rebuild and um, start fresh again. I think they have to start fresh and start getting young players in. And, um, yeah, you never know. In the next four years' time, it could really work out really well for them. Like Brisbane Lions did um, a couple of years ago, just recruit young, good players and get them playing on, on the field. And then, yeah, when they start maturing, the team starts to mature. So. Yeah, it's a tough process to guess. <laughs> Mate, before, okay, like, four years time, the 2024 grand final, we might be sitting there bloody so happy that day because you never know North. Uh, yeah. If they did that, you and I will be celebrating with the tears, I reckon. It'll be that good to see. Yeah, because it's been far too long, I'd say. Yeah, we'll, we're very close in that 2014-15. No, 2014-15. 14-15, yeah. It's pretty heartbreaking, yeah. I remember, yeah. And, uh, I remember we went to Perth to watch Eagles to watch that game. Did you go uh, there? We were all yeah, it went that day. So, um, yeah, we were saying we might win this game. We might win it. It was so close, but then again, it's, we it's, just it's, fell it's away. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we can't join us, mate. It's gonna move forward again. <laughs> yeah, for sure, mate. All about the future now. Useful tool that you use that could benefit the listeners. For me, I'd say a useful tool is listening to a podcast every now and then. What about you, mate? Yeah, I'm. I'm the same. I uh, love listening to podcasts and just music. But another one is just find something that you're really like your hobby at. So for me, 
I love taking photos because you switch off. Um, so, you know, before COVID, I was just, you know, driving to suburbs and then park a car, put my headphones and just walk around taking photos of buildings and, um, you know, nature. Um, and you sort of, yeah, it takes like good, an hour or two out of your day and then you feel more relaxed, go home, edit the photos. Um, yeah, so that's something I like to say. Find something that your hobby with, like a good little hobby. Um, and listen to music and some podcasts. Um, yeah, you know, I like reading books. They're the best thing to, next thing to do. So, yeah, they're my, my things I like to do is keep me going. Yeah, it's really good, mate. Um, it's good to find, like, things you love to do and, like, switch off every now and then because you, like, need yeah. to do that sometimes in these, like, tough times, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so who motivates you the most and why? Um, that's a very good question. Uh, I think I don't really have a specific person, but I think just I like to surround myself with good people. So if I see them doing well, that makes me want to do well as well. Um, yeah, it could be mum, dad, um, it could be you know my good mates, um, you know people, you know, for example, like you know yourself, you're doing very well, and that motivates me to keep going. Um, yeah, so that's what that's my thing. I like looking at people and seeing how what they they're achieving their goals and. But they're doing it, I'm like, well, man, I sort of kick myself in the butt, so come on, you can do it as well. So keep going at your goal if someone else is doing it. So, yeah, I think, yeah, surround yourself with good people. That makes me motivate myself. That's really good, mate. Would you say, like, you're pretty self-motivated in what you do? Because you need that sometimes, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. Um, obviously, Sunday you sort of aren't motivated, but um, you sort of got to remember there's a goal at the end of it. If you already went through it, like the first days, like for example, I went my first year of uni, got short. I'm like, all right, well, I've got the first first year, I can get to the second year. And we're already in October. So, um, yeah, I just sort of think like in that sort of sense way, like, yeah, little blocks. If you've done this already, you can do it again and again and again and again. Um, yeah, that's sort of my, how I keep going at it. Yeah, that's really how cool. How about Um, Yeah, a bit different. I don't know, but like in terms of motivation wise, you're asking, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know, like, obviously my parents, um, family around me, friends motivate me, but also, like, famous people motivate me because they show they can, like, achieve at the highest level, like, just to name a few, like, yeah. my top three right now would be Alan Iverson, Roger Federer, and Jamie Vardy. I'm sure you know three of them, yeah? Or, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, their different stories and pathways inspires me, and I reckon I'm pretty self-driven at the moment. Like, I took up, like, running two months ago in Strava and all that, and my goal next year is to run states, and I'm going to try and outwork other people to, I don't know, hopefully achieve that goal, so. Yeah. Not for sure, man. That's really good to hear. Cheers, mate. Um, Farah, I've asked you a fair few questions, mate. You can ask me one question far away. Oh, all right, got me here. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like I said, like so obviously with media, uh, what would your dream goal be? A like, dream job be if it was like you know, run your own AFL podcast or um, start doing VFL commentary or AFL commentary? Or what would your dream job be? Or working at AFL club media? What was what would that one job be if you could pick from one now? Yeah, I'd say it could be multiple, but the one job would be like in the future maybe commentary or. Like 
working in industry like AFL being being associated there because that was always my dream um, when I was younger, as you know. And yeah. I sort of like I wasn't interested in like in media. I don't know a few years back because I sort of lost a bit of a passion. But then I got it back this year. So you know, just to yeah. get into like media, like you said, and see where that takes me. And I want to keep going with the podcast. Like once a week will will do me wonders, I reckon. Oh yeah, 100% will do. So you're already doing it now. So it's going to get better and better when you think about it. And then, you never know, you might own your own studio and get sponsored by the <laughs> AFL. So um, yeah, you should keep going at it. I mean, you're doing such a good job at the moment for your ISO. So imagine when, you, when ISO's finished, what you can achieve. Yeah, bro, I appreciate it. Um, Rufaro, who do you recommend on the podcast? Like, I know you're mates with a few of the North boys. Do you recommend any of them to jump on maybe? Or Yeah, definitely. Um, oh, good story. Obviously, obviously Madge would be awesome to get on to. Um, Emma Carney would be awesome to get on. You know, obviously her being yeah. what she's a chief female expert. Um else get Marley Williams on because obviously now he's going to be going to his next phase of football, uh, football life so we often to jump to get on top of him um, who else would be maybe even like get Jack Diebel see how he what his thoughts was like in the hub and Karen we often talk to obviously he's in the up and coming Curtis Taylor so yeah there's a lot of boys that I can um, definitely talk to and get on yeah, um, it's a bit hard to contact them right now because I don't have their, you know, maybe before I yeah. give me a few of their <laughs> after this. <laughs> I'm more than happy to talk to them and say, tap on board. So that's definitely a cup. That's definitely a cup. Just message me and I'll message them. I'm going to shut it and send it to them. Yeah, for sure. Maybe after this. Cheers, bro. I'm more than happy to that. Yeah. So thanks for tuning into the Jess and Friends podcast. Remember, wish yourself because no one else has done it. Sorry, mate. Thank you so much for your time. No worries. Thanks so much for having me on, man. Appreciate it.